Hey guys, it's Kristen. Welcome back to my podcast. Today I was supposed to have something else for you, but I'm having some major technical difficulties. Um, And I did say in the last podcast, you're going to have to bear with me as I figure this out as I go. But pretty much I was supposed to have my three kids with me and I have all these like kind of cool, like fun questions that we were all going to ask each other and um, just kind of have like a fun conversation and see what they would say because, you know, I feel like kids sometimes say the weirdest things. Um, But my software that I'm using, um, I think it's called Voice Meter. It allows you to plug in multiple microphones into the same computer and it just doesn't want to work. It worked the first time just perfectly. uh, But after that, it just keeps crashing. So I'm not sure what's going on. But now we have to go to plan B. So plan B is me. You're going to get just me today. Uh, But it does work out perfectly because today my podcast went live on iTunes. It's not technically iTunes. I always say iTunes, but it's like Apple podcasts. So I mean, you can find it on iTunes if you search, but it's technically Apple podcast. And you would know that if you're listening to podcasts all the time. But it just made me think of something that I wanted to talk about. And that is kind of the point of no return. So I have put it out there that I have a podcast. So there's no going back. Yes, obviously, I can just stop doing it. But I don't want to be a quitter. I want to keep doing the podcast. I find them really fun. Um, The one thing I really love about the podcast is that you can't see me, I guess is the best way to put it. When I, you know, I've been doing videos for a really long time. And most of the time in my vlogs and stuff, I do not care what I look like. I mean, this is what I look like. This is what you're getting. But I do try, like if I know I'm going to do a how-to video or a tutorial or something and I'm going to be in a video, I try to make myself look a little more presentable. But with podcasts, that doesn't matter because you can't see me. So I could be sitting here in my underwear. You don't know. Um, But yeah, so I've been having, I so far I've been really loving this. Um, I have been getting some advice from friends and family and uh, actually my mom texted me and had a really good suggestion. So I think I'm going to start implementing this, but I am going to have a random fact of the day because I think that's really fun and hopefully that'll make you guys come back to hear what the random fact of the day is. So today's random fact is it says about 40,000 Americans are injured by toilets each year. (laughs) How are you injured by a toilet? I don't understand that. Um, Like what are you doing on the toilet that you're getting injured? I can honestly say I cannot remember a single time that I was on the toilet and injured myself. That's very weird. Now, because this is the first time I'm doing this, I want to read a couple more just because these are really, some of these are really funny. Um, It says Hawaii is moving towards Japan four inches every year. I did not know that. Um, It says they say beetles taste like apples, wasps taste like pine nuts, and worms taste like fried bacon. Hmm. I'm just going to, you know believe that one. I'm not going to be testing that one out myself. Thank you very much. But yeah, so I found this cool little app. um, So I think I'm going to try to do this on each of my podcasts is just read off like a random fact of the day. So if you guys want to see what the next one will be, you'll have to subscribe or come back. Um, But pretty much anyways, getting off subject here, what I wanted to talk about, I guess, is the fact that my podcast is live now on, I'm just going to say iTunes because it's easier to say, but it's a commitment. I've committed. It's out there. We're doing it. Um, But I was talking to Matt last night and because it's now out there, I was like, oh boy, what did I get myself into? I keep taking on more projects 
And I'm starting to think that maybe I'm taking on too much. There's a possibility of that. I currently, just to give you a general idea of what I'm dealing with on a regular basis. So I have a full-time job and I work from home. So it does allow me, that's the flexibility that allows me to do all these other things. Um, I have three YouTube channels. So I have two how-to channels. One is just general how-tos. One is specifically for crochets. And then I have a vlog channel. And pretty much if you guys just type in I am Kristen, they should all come up or most of them. But then I also has a, have an Etsy channel. I am doing this podcast. And then I do have another side project um, that I can't really talk about, but there's that as well. Then you add in the fact that I do have three kids, there's two dogs, and I am work from home, so I'm home all the time. So then there's all the house stuff, right? Or even if you didn't work from home, there's still that house stuff, making dinner, doing laundry, doing the dishes, going grocery shopping. Like there's a lot of stuff going on in my life right now. And it's my own fault. I mean, I just keep adding more stuff to my plate. But I was talking to Matt last night and I was like, I'm starting to wonder if maybe I'm taking on too much. And it's almost like, you know, that saying like when your eyes are bigger than your stomach when you for eating and stuff like that. That's how I feel like with these projects. Like I just keep going, oh, I'm going to do this because that sounds really fun and not really thinking about the fact that I need to have enough hours in the day to do all these things. And what's going to end up happening, what I'm, I guess I am realizing now is that if one of these things really takes off and takes up a lot of my time, it is going to end up pushing something else out because I won't be able to do all these things. I just can't help it though. I almost feel like this is like a ADD situation. Um, I've always been really high strung. I've always been really like antsy, can't sit still you know, um, really impatient, stuff like that. Like even sitting here doing this podcast, like my foot has been just shaking and tapping on the floor, like nonstop. I'm moving around, touching my hair, touching my, like I just can't sit still. You know, that goes for not just like this type of situation. I'm always like that. Like I walk really fast. You can probably tell I talk really fast. Um, I can't relax. It's people are like, why don't you just sit down and relax? Like, or, you know, I have high blood pressure. So my doctor's always like, why don't you meditate? And yet that doesn't work for me. Meditating, I do want to tackle that at some point, but that might be much later down the road. I I just can't even see myself being able to do that right now. Um, Just to give you an example. So like we went on vacation in October. We went to Mexico. We don't have any kids. It's just me and Matt. Perfect we're down by the beach and we're trying to relax or down by the pool, whatever. And he, you know, he's like, I just want to lie in the sun and just relax for a bit. And we're lying there for like three, four, maybe five minutes. And I'm like, my eyes pop open. I'm like, okay, what else do you want to do? And he's like, I just want to sit here and just relax for a bit. He's like, why don't we just like relax and enjoy, you know, whatever. And I can't, all I'm thinking is like, this is so boring. I could be doing a hundred things. And then I'm like thinking, oh, maybe I'll just go edit a video or I'll do this. And he's like, we're on vacation. So I just can't sit still. And even like we, we don't have a bathtub right now, but I miss taking baths. I used to love taking baths. But the thing is, it takes like five minutes, right? Maybe more, five to 10 minutes, whatever, to fill up an entire bathtub. I get in and I'm in the bathtub for maybe five six, seven minutes and then I'm bored and want to do something else and want to get out. I can't be in the bathtub without something. There has to be music playing or I have my phone so I can play like Candy Crush or something like I just cannot sit still for more than a few minutes. So I feel like that's probably some form of ADD. I don't know, but I don't really want to even be tested for that because I don't even I just I don't even want that in my head. I don't want there to be a thing where I'm like, yeah, I have ADD 
me just not knowing is fine. I mean, I assume I have some um, smidgen of that, but I just don't need it to be added to my collection. I already have high blood pressure. I'm already very anxious person. If you watch my vlog videos, you know that I just recently stated that I have misophonia. And if you don't know what that is, yes, it's the most ridiculous sounding thing in the entire world. Um, I, I don't even know what to call it. It's not a disease or like a it's not an illness. It's just, it's a thing. So pretty much what it is, is it changes your mood to sounds. So like certain sounds will drastically change your mood. And it's not just like, I know people are like, oh, well that, you know, everyone has that. It's a little more than that. So it's not just like, you know, if something like a pencil's tapping and it annoys you or, um, you know, stuff like that. It's the certain sounds will drastically change my personality where I can go from being in a really good mood. And then if I hear dogs like barking nonstop, I will start getting really irritated. And then if like, let's say Matt starts whistling, which he knows I hate, I get more irritated and the irritation turns into anger. And then it actually, I can become like in a really bad mood. And one of my biggest triggers is kids. Um, I know I have three kids. I don't know how I made it through their like, you know, like the younger years when they were like toddlers and stuff like that. Um, but like kids screaming, crying, or even just laughing, just the sound of like con like lots of kids makes me insane. But I think that like me having this need to do a lot of things, I just feel like it has to be tied into something like that with like, I don't know, ADD being antsy or something. I just, I'm not good with just not doing nothing. So I always have to have a million things going on. And I, hopefully this is not coming across as complaining. This is totally like something I want to do. It's like, I, it's almost like a need. Like I can't, I have to have stuff going on at all times. Um, One thing though that is a downside is that because I start taking on so many things, like I said at the beginning, like a lot of stuff will start getting pushed to the side. So um, to give you an example, like I started reading a book probably four months ago and I'm like, a quarter of the way through it and I'll pick it up from time to time. But reading is really hard for me because again, I get very bored very quickly. So I usually only read like murder mystery suspense because I need something that's like has hooks in me where like I want to see what else is going to happen. Like drama type of books, autobiographies, all of that is just for me is like a snooze fest. I can't do it. Um, now I love watching autobiographies and like I can watch stuff like on history and stuff. I just can't read it. Um, and I didn't, you know, I didn't even mention all the other things I have. I just, oh my God. A few months ago, I bought this huge like art package. I don't know if you want to call it. I like so much paint, canvases, the canvas stands, whatever they're called, aprons, like so much stuff because I was like, I'm going to start painting. Yep didn't start painting. I bought a ukulele because I wanted to start playing the ukulele and thought, you know, and that's not something you can just start playing. Like that's a whole thing. Like that is commitment takes time. Um, and I was super ready to commit to that, to playing the ukulele. I really, really want to learn how to play that. Um, but unfortunately we, it just had bad timing. I feel like, I feel like I'm going to start it again, but it was bad timing because I was playing it for about three weeks. And then we found out that we were getting a house way sooner than we thought. We thought we were going to have much longer and they were like, nope, you're going to get it. It's going to be closed on this day. Um, so then all my focus, I was like, cause I was practicing a couple hours every day for a few weeks. And then all my focus had to switch over to like packing the house up. Oh my God. Living with Matt is just, it's like living with 18 people. 
there was more stuff in our garage than I think there wasn't in our entire house. And it's the same way where we are now. Like we had a deal that I got to park in the garage and I don't think that's going to happen. Um, so we'll see. I keep bugging him about it every single weekend. Still hasn't happened though. But yeah, so that's the problem. I think when you take on too much stuff is then you have to start prioritizing or making sacrifices or you could just, you know, not take on too many things to start with. Uh, I just don't function that way. So that's where we're at with this podcast. And, you know, I was just kind of realizing it because it did. I got a notification from Apple saying that it was live and that I'm on iTunes podcast, whatever. So there is kind of like a, you know, but once you put it out there, you obviously can just stop doing it. But I don't want to I don't want to do that. I want to keep doing it. But now it's just like I've committed to another thing. And when I say to like I have these other YouTube channels and whatever, I don't sometimes I don't think people understand like how much time that takes. Um, sometimes to record a five minute video takes me three or four hours. The same thing with like editing, like editing can take a really long time, but I love editing. I love it. I can edit for 10, 12 hours and not be bored for one second. I don't know what it is. I just love editing videos. It's the same with these podcasts, although the podcasts I think are going to be a little bit easier just because I'm not going to have to. My plan is to really just record and upload it like very, very minimal editing. So anyways, um, I wanted to read this article. I'm not going to read the whole article, just the bullet points, um, but it's like 10 signs if you're trying to do too much. So I don't know if this would help anybody if you're kind of like in the same boat. Um, but these are the 10 things. It says forgetting tasks, not getting to your priorities, dropping tasks, letting others down, making promises um, your time can't keep, overstressed, not sleeping, missing opportunities, uh, paying penalties. So it says like the late fees and stuff like that. I'm not sure how that fits in. Um, but this is your to-do list is unmanageable. I definitely feel like I sometimes stress myself out because I'm trying to do too many things um, or making promises I can't keep. Like I'm going to upload on this day and then I definitely can't do it on that day. Stuff like that. Um, so this might mean something to different to, you know, to other people. Like for me, this is when I say that I'm doing too much or, you know, these 10 signs you're trying to do too much for me, it's like the projects I'm taking on for other people. You know, it could be things at work. It could be things in your personal life. Um, it could be something totally different, but in general, I think that most of these are pretty accurate. The not sleeping, um, that I feel like would tie into any stressful situation to begin with. So, you know, that that's definitely understandable. Um, and then like a to-do list to be unmanageable. That's one thing that I think helps me to keep a lot of this, even though I sometimes do feel like I'm taking on too much. Um, but I do think that being organized really helps you to be able to handle a lot of different tasks. And that's, I think, where... I benefit from it. I actually keep lists. So I have like a huge whiteboard on my back wall. And so I will write down videos I'm going to do. And usually in the order that I'm going to do them, I will schedule time. I'll be like, okay, on this lunch break or before work on this day, I'm going to record this video. So I think just being super, super organized is really helping me quite a bit. Now, this other article that I found is kind of like the other side where it says like how you can help yourself to like not have too many things. And Oh my God, this made me laugh so much or it's like such a cool thing. It says my brain has too many tabs open. 
that is probably an awesome name for a podcast and exactly how I feel. But their list is kind of the same thing, like I said. So this one says prioritize and deprioritize. And that's kind of like what I was saying earlier, where once I start getting overwhelmed or if some projects start, um, you know, taking off where other ones don't, I am going to have to prioritize and like try to figure out what's going to be cut. It also says to track your time. So again, that's what I just said, you know, how I, I'll schedule time where I'm going to do something at a specific time. Also says learn to say no. I am not good at that. Oh, I can definitely say no to a person, but to myself, absolutely not. It doesn't really help. Um, it says organize your task visually. Well, that's a good idea. Okay. And then it says reach out to others. That really doesn't work in my scenario because... I do work from home. So my socialization with people is very limited. I, on a regular basis, 99% of the time, I only socialize with my boyfriend and my three kids. Um, And so I don't get a lot of human contact. And as humans, like we're not meant to be by ourselves. Like you just look at, if you ever, ever watched certain documentaries or read certain things about people that are put in solitary confinement, there's a reason why they go like crazy. Like we're not meant to be alone. So a lot of my socialization is through online. So at work, it's through like IM, DM, whatever, um, or email, stuff like that. And then for, you know, like as far as like YouTube goes, it makes me feel like when I record, I guess that like I'm talking to people and I'm sharing experiences in my life and whatever with other people. It's like my way of getting human contact. And same with this, like I'm talking to myself technically. I'm sitting in a room talking to myself, but I know that people are going to hear this. So then I just imagine that I'm talking to you. So whoever you are right now listening to this, like I'm picturing that I'm having a conversation with you. It's just one-sided and, you know, like, which actually happens in real life anyways, because I can talk and talk and talk and people will get like two words in sometimes and I have to recognize that I'm not letting them speak. But that's pretty much what I'm doing. You know, when I'm doing these videos and the podcast, I'm just imagining that I'm talking to a person right now. Like I'm not talking to myself. I'm talking to you guys. Um, And then, you know, in a normal conversation, you would say something, they would say something. So on my side of it, though, I talk and talk and talk and then I wait for conversation to come back, right? Comments and feedback and whatever, stuff like that. And I think that's how a lot of people are that do videos. Not everyone, obviously, um, but I know there's a lot of people out there that are kind of in the same boat where they spend a lot of their time by themselves. So this is their only way of communicating with like people, you know, elsewhere. And I think social media helps with that a lot. Like my Facebook is pretty much if I didn't have Facebook, I would not be able to stay in touch with my family. Um, You know, it really helps to like see photos from them and when they see their posts and I get to see what they're doing and it makes me kind of feel like I'm there with them um, and I'm still getting little pieces of their life. And that's the other thing too with YouTube is that, you know, I watch other vlogs and stuff and it's the same thing. I get to see, you know, um, into that person's life a little bit and get a little snapshot and it makes you, I just feel like people, it makes people not feel so alone. That's kind of how things are right now. I mean, we moved to Colorado. I don't really know a ton of people here. We have one small group of friends, um, but we're all very active with like camping and hiking and we do kayaking and everything. So a lot of times, a lot of our schedules do not match up. I mean, we literally plan the whole year's vacations at 
uh, like in December. So in December, we had like six trips planned out so we could all hang out and do stuff. Um, but in between that, like I really don't see them. And even like, you know, some of my really close friends, one lives in Boston. I have another friend that lives in Rochester, New York. My cousin lives in Canada. So like the people I feel like I'm closer to, um, even them, like I don't see them. I just communicate. And a lot of the communication is through text. My one friend who lives in Boston, she's going to actually be on the podcast soon. I really hope they move here. We <laughs> were trying really hard to convince them to move here. Um, I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but we'll see. But she, it would be awesome if she was here because she totally gets me. We haven't really, we had a little bit of a break in like the friendship for a few years, like two years, something like that, three years. And when she came out for a visit, it was like no time had passed. I mean, we just picked up right from where we left off. I have to give it to her. She's probably a better friend than I am because either that or my memory is just horrible because stuff would come up and I would be like, oh, I don't like that. She's like, yeah, I know. And then she'd be like, and you also don't like this and you don't like that. And I was like, how do you remember that? Like, I don't remember all that about her, but I don't think that that's me being a bad friend. I think that's just me with the worst memory in the entire world. Like, it's pretty bad. But yeah, I think that's where my fascination comes with adding all these additional projects is just that element of human contact that you get from doing videos and podcasts and things like that. And it really works out better for me because I'm not good with like a lot of people, like large crowds. Um, I've never been, I don't know how to explain this. Because saying like I'm not a social butterfly is not the right thing. If you put me in a, a room with people and like we're going to a party or something like that, I will charm the freaking pants off of you. Like I feel like I'm pretty funny. I People like being around me as far as I <laughs> as far as I know. But I feel like I can be really charming and like really be in like with everybody and socializing, whatever. But usually I'm like the first person to leave. Or if I do get invited, sometimes I have to make myself say yes because my instinct is to just stay at home and watch TV or edit a video or record a podcast or something. You know what I mean? So my instinct is not to be like go out and be super social. It's almost like I prefer to be by myself. But it's it's a hard thing to explain because I've never actually been alone as far as like being around people. Um, in From 16 to now, I've only been single for six months. I've always been in a committed relationship pretty much from the time I was 16 to now. So as far as that aspect, like I don't like being alone that way. Um, but does that make sense? I'm trying to, this is a, I feel like a really hard thing to explain. I feel like you should probably be able to get it from that. But yeah, so pretty much I just like, I prefer to just be at home and just, you know, be watching TV or editing or doing whatever. I'm just not social in that way. Like I don't pr- like going out to bars or clubs or, you know, um, sometimes we have friends that will invite us over and I tell Madam like, why don't you just go? And he's like, come on, you need to go. And I have to kind of like, talk myself into going because I'm like you really should because you shouldn't just sit at home when you could be out having fun and stuff like that so I just think that's mainly the reason why I love doing this stuff but if you guys are you know in the same boat where you feel like you're starting to get overwhelmed by how many projects you have the only thing I can say is I think prioritizing and organization are like the two biggest things that you really need to focus on if you are currently or plan on taking on a lot of tasks 
So I want to end this podcast with giving you a couple resources and uh, reading off a couple of these quotes. There is a book that I found. um, It seems to have a lot of good reviews. It's called What to Do When There's Too Much to Do. And it's by Laura Stack. And then the other book is called um, The Book for People Who Do Too Much by Bradley Trevor Grieve. I think that's how you say his last name. Um, Both of these are on Amazon. So you guys can check those out. And then I found these cool, um, you know, like quotes So this one says, take it day by day and don't stress too much about tomorrow. And lastly, this one says, many of us feel stress and get overwhelmed, not because we're taking on too much, but because we're taking on too little of what really strengthens us. So I think that's a really good way to end this podcast. I want to thank you guys for listening and I hope you come back and see what else I'm going to upload. Don't forget to subscribe. And now you can leave a comment and review on the Apple podcast if you want. So that's it for today. And I hope to see you guys on the next one. 